Welcome to The Profitable Way. I am your host, Robin Gooding, and this is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to do good in the world while pursuing profits and living a rich life. I truly believe that the missing link to multi-passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs is the intersection of a holistic strategy, an efficient back-end system, and the soul work that focuses on our inner world so that our outer world can flourish. My clients have quit the cubicle, moved overseas for the digital nomad life, more than doubled their income, and expanded their lives using my signature framework that integrates strategy, systems, and soul. If you're looking to clarify your strategy, structure and optimize your systems, and amplify your soul work, you are in the right place. I promise to relentlessly support you making money online, doing what you love, so that you can live your version of an epic and rich life. Hello, welcome to today's episode. I'm so glad that you're tuning in. I appreciate you being here, and today is a solo episode all about the possibilities of business and profitability through a feminine embodiment lens. So I'm going to start by saying that we are just a few weeks into 2023. As I'm recording this, it is the first week of February. So I have spent the week in Hawaii It has been magical. And while I've been here, I've really been leaning into the calibration of my goals, my vision, what my business looks like this year, what my life looks like this year, what my leadership looks like this year, how I'm showing up this year. And traditionally, I would always do this kind of work by like sitting at the computer or having checklists on my phone or just feeling like I need to be in the energy of doing instead of the energy of being. And so throughout the last few months, I've been totally rewiring my whole approach to my business, deepening the feminine embodied lens in my strategy, in my leadership, in how I show up. And there's been some very big changes that have created amazing results. So I'm just going to pull some numbers. Um, for January, just to give you an idea. So let me just pull them up here for you. Okay. So in January, the sales for across different offers in my business were $49,000. So in January, we made $49,000. The profits were $48,311. So our profit margins were really, really, really high. And that's typical because my business right now is all organic marketing. There's no paid advertising. We have a very, very lean business model in terms of like team and contractors and all of that. And so my expenses are really, really low. Now, those expenses do not take into consideration any annual subscriptions that I paid up front. So it was just the monthly expenses and there would be annual expenses above and beyond that. Things like uh, website hosting or uh, financial software, um, any of the programs that we use that I pay annually instead of monthly. Things like, I, don't, I can't even think of the top of my head, but there's a bunch of things that when they give me the monthly or the annual option, I'll do the annual because there's usually a savings there. So this number doesn't include 
that. Um, so just the monthlies. So yeah, there's been a lot of buzz and growth in the business. You know, I like we're the first month in these numbers were the first month of the year and we're almost at 50,000 just in the first month. So I'm very hopeful and excited about what that means for the rest of the year. And the cool part of this and the reason I'm sharing it with you is the how. So the how I'm creating these results, which is distinct from the years past in pretty important ways, even though they seem really subtle. Now, I need to preface this by saying that, of course, the results I get this month in February, for example, are not just created, you know, in January, February. These are seeds that I've planted over time that I'm harvesting. And so there are things outside of what I'm going to share in today that created those results. And I don't want to ever create this expectation of a silver bullet or overnight success or anything like that. It doesn't exist. I, I do believe in quantum leaping when it's healthy and uh, aligned. I also believe in being disciplined, being in something for the long run, focusing on sustainable results instead of these like massive results. So with all of that said, I'm going to share now with you the like feminine lens I've been using and integrating into my strategy to, to create these results. What I noticed is that the calibration really gets me most of the way there. So when I used to think that I would spend X amount of time in the visioning process, so for example, in the past, I would spend maybe 20, 25% in the visioning, in the embodying, in the energy of the vision, and then 80 to 70, 75% to 80% of the time in the execution of that. So doing the work, being at the computer, talking to teams, delegating things, you know, doing all, all of that. And what I've been doing over the last few months is really flipping that on the head. So I've been spending 80% of my time, 75 to 80% of my time, let's say, doing the calibration. So being in the energy, being in the embodiment, being in the vision. And then I'm finding that I don't need more than the 20% of the time to take action, especially if I'm delegating appropriately because I'm so clear and I'm so cohesive with what I'm doing that it's just not like I'm experiencing that procrastination or the freeze response in my nervous system or confusion or bad communication with the delegation because nobody else is as clear as me because I'm also not clear. Like I experienced all of those in the past. And so when I'm in the energy and I'm in the vision and I'm fully embodying what I want to create, the rest comes easily and, and way more naturally. And again, I need another asterisk here because you know, you can't be an all or nothing thought when you talk about things like this. Foundationally, those things are in place. So when you're first starting a business, there is going to be more output in laying the foundations and getting some of those systems up and running. I'm at a place now where those systems are in place and I'm speaking from that lens where the foundations are in place. They're working for me. They're optimized. I know that things are working. So now that everything's there, how do I show up when I don't want to be in that frantic, busy energy of like beep, beep, being busy, 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 busy. 
do, 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 do. I just want to really like come back to my center and be grounded and focus more on like a complete body of work versus chasing my tail in launches or anything like that. And what I focused on were these feminine principles that have been really groundbreaking for me. So I'm going to share with you what they are. So one of the first things that I've focused on to create the results that I'm seeing in my business now is I really looked for alternative perspectives and I made sure that I wasn't in an echo chamber, which gets really, really easy, right? Like if you're a coach and you're just surrounded by coaches and healers and people in the same world as you, you're all speaking the same language. It's very easy to forget that there's worlds outside of that, or there's ideas outside of that, or there's people outside of that. And if I'm trying to connect with those people, I also need to make sure that I'm opening my perspectives to diverse ranges of viewpoints and value systems and things like that. So I was able to do this without being constantly triggered by differences around me, by like really honoring my sovereignty and and like taking responsibility for myself and also just trusting in the sovereignty of everybody else, right? Like these are all adults They're humans with their own lived experiences, their own reasons for the way they see the world. I'm I'm curious. I'm taking a lens of curiosity versus a sense of like, I know everything or an assumption that I know the right thing, right? Like this absolutism and echo chamber experience. I really wanted to dismantle that in my life and in my work. So I actively went out seeking alternative perspectives. Now, the second thing that happened is as I softened into my feminine, I realized, wow, I'm also way more interested in the masculine structures that support my feminine. And in my business, those are the things that are really anchoring for me, my systems, for example. And so these systems became even bolder and more non-negotiable including my boundaries. They became more non-negotiable and I became more unapologetic with creating and implementing and enforcing the systems that keep my business solid and keep me feeling safe in my feminine to create and explore and to feel nourished by my business because it's grounded and it's anchored in the structure and the systems that support the vision. I can check out a little bit and be in that white space and be in that play and be in the creativity because I know that I'm supported by the frameworks I've created. All right. So another thing I did was I really shifted the metrics I used for success in my business. So I stopped focusing on my goals of financial figures and any like vanity metrics, even things like email list growth or social media growth, like any of those vanity metrics just really shifted for me. And I started to focus on depth versus going wider. So for example, how can I just have really rich, deep, meaningful connections with my email list, with my social media community? How is that more valuable to me? And it is way more valuable to me than having 10,000 followers or having X amount of people on my list, right? How is a nourishing 
10K month or easeful 20, 30K launch or whatever it is, so much more nourishing for me than trying to burn myself out just to say I have a seven-figure business or a multi whatever, six-figure month, whatever number you want to throw out there. I'm just using examples. So I really shifted from any of those vanity metrics financially or socially, and I pivoted towards a different kind of compass. So the compass that I used was pleasure, joy, vitality, beauty, love, spaciousness, freedom, impact, nourishment. Like these things just feel so good and right in my body. And when I orient myself towards those things, magic happens. And I can tell you that I felt all those things in my business in the lead up to me recording this episode and sharing with you our numbers from January. I didn't create a goal in for January around a revenue. I set a goal for impact. I set a goal for freedom. I set a goal for nourishment. I set a goal for beauty. And when I say beauty, I mean like the experience of being in environments and spaces and relationships that feel beautiful for me, where I feel like I'm radiant and I'm around radiant energy. So the sense of vitality and joy really was the driving force, activating my life force towards creating the results that we created in January. There's also been a huge shift for me away from looking at what anyone else is doing and just really trusting that inner knowing I have, my intuition, my gut instinct, the sense of what is right for me, even when it goes against industry standards or business models that I know have worked for me in the past and I see them working for other people. Leaning into what's right for me and trusting myself in that has been so important. Giving myself permission to be that way has changed a lot of not only the results in my business, but how they're happening and the ease in which they're happening and the way that it all just feels so much better for me in a lot of different ways. Another thing that's really shifted for me, the more I lean into my feminine is my relationship with sales. And that is really the birthplace of the coach sales system. The course that I offer, it's a self-paced course where I teach you, um, if you're a coach, a service provider, a healer, a holistic entrepreneur, how to navigate sales with integrity and from an ethical place. Because so many of the sales strategies that I received in mentorship that I totally um, utilized too throughout the last decade feel just so wrong in my body. And this re redefining of what sales gets to look like and what really truly coming from a place of service feels like and what the ethics and the the value system that I, the codes I hold myself to, how they show up in that process continues to evolve and shift and get even deeper because I'm really realizing that I'm actually not following anyone else's blueprint. There are formulas that work around sales strategy, but I'm actually creating like a whole new 
framework for myself and my clients and anyone who takes that course. And we're looking at sales in a different way. And I've received a few messages from people saying, like, you're you're just taking a different perspective here. And the angle that you're taking just feels so good to me. Finally, I feel like I am excited to sell and I don't feel gross selling and I don't feel like there's manipulation involved in my sales funnel. And like, that's the goal, right? And it's really my feminine. And again, this pursuit of pleasure and joy and creativity that's allowed that sales process to change and, and transform into something I'm really proud of. So something else happened, and this is more like in my personal life, but I just started noticing how I was trying to, I was just wanting to soften and surrender even more in my, in my marriage, in my personal relationships, in my intimacy and all of it. There was this softening, like this real rebellion against this boss babe culture and the hustle and all the things that I just never really felt good about but wanted to embrace because I assumed that would be the identity that would stick for me as a coach and CEO of the business I run but I've just really really rebelled against all of that and in my softness I've seen so much strength come through and that is a like a really cool observation for me is is an affirmation that I can be soft and that there really truly is strength in that both internally but also in the in the results I create outside of myself another thing that shifted was I started to share way less personal content because I focused more on like my own integration first and there's been a long period of time of hibernating with these big things that I've been thinking and feeling and kind of contextualizing these ideas. They've been gestating for me before they ever make it to the main stage in any public domain, whether it's here or on my social media or even in any workshops I've run with my clients. I've really honored the sense of integration and sitting with an idea for a lot longer period of time. And I think what happened then naturally was my content then became so much less about me and more about the people I'm helping. And although, yeah, I'm always going to share my personal experiences when I'm ready to, and I'm always going to live and lead with an open heart. And I think that vulnerability is absolutely a gateway to deepening relationships with with you, anyone listening to this podcast, with my email list, with anyone in my social media communities. And I value that. I also don't ever feel like when I'm in an experience or I'm having an idea or I'm navigating something that feels raw, I'm not then trying to think about how I can commodify that or how I can create content from that or how I need to share that or anything like that. Like some things just get to be sacred and mine. And I've really enjoyed that process of defining what's personal and what's public and not feeling like that's a lack of transparency. And with that relationship feeling right for me, I had so much more space to create and to share things that actually move the needle in people's lives and businesses. So 
creating from this place of again pleasure and not feeling pressured like I need to share my personal stuff or just because I'm having an idea like I instantly need to share it and create content around it releasing that pressure has been very grounding for me all right and the last thing is that any sense of like competition, any comparison, like all of that is gone. In my core, I just believe we can all win. And I trust my journey for me. I trust my journey for you. I trust the journey for my peers and my colleagues and other business coaches and everybody. Like we all can win. And so although I, you know, I don't want to ever lead with numbers in my business as much because it just, I don't know. I think like we just don't need all of that pressure. I wanted to share my numbers with you from January because I think it's really important to see that integrating these feminine embodiments and values into our work not only can make us feel better within our business, but they can create really amazing results in our business while nourishing us and making us feel good. So I hope that's helpful for you. I hope it affirms that if you're feeling like you want to soften, if you're feeling like you want to be in your feminine more in the leadership and how you're running and building a business, and part of that is is going to be creating that masculine framework to support your business, um, just like receive this episode as confirmation that you can absolutely nourish yourself, nourish your clients, nourish your community, and create a profitable business from a place of not being burnt out and not needing to be in that hyper-masculine hustling energy. All right. Thank you for being here. I'm going to be opening Club Rise this month. We'll be launching. So if you're looking to get support with your business, if now is the time to invest in yourself and in your coaching business, please take a look. I'll pop um, the sales page for Club Rise in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or email. Again, all of those will be linked in the in the show notes. But I'll be looking for a small group of women, identifying women who want to build a profitable and nourishing and sustainable coaching business this year. And they're wanting to do that from a place of feeling balanced in that masculine and feminine approach to business building. All right. Thank you. I hope you have the best day ever and I'll be back in here next week. I'm Robin Gooding, and you've been listening to the Profitable Way podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at robin.gooding and join the Facebook community through the link in my Instagram bio. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode so that I can continue to share this message with other entrepreneurs looking to pursue their dream online. I hope you'll join in next week for another episode and I hope that you always remember that the best is yet to come.